Well, hello and good morning, everyone. Welcome to Breakfast with Boom. I am your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And ladies and gentlemen, we have an incredible show for you. You're going to get some quality uh, 1080p high definition uh, Titanfall 2 gameplay in the background. You're going to see actually how good at some games I am and how terrible I am at others. Uh, but we have to welcome in someone that has uh, taken a leave of this show a, about a year ago. I think about a year ago. And, man, he's back today as a guest. And I am more excited now than I've ever been. Mr. Bad Bit, the voice of the incredible trophy room on YouTube and all of your favorite RSS feeds. Welcome back, Joe. What's up? Has it really been that long, man? I, I think so. I think <sighs> it, it might have been. I, I thought that you left at the end of 20. Maybe I'm incorrect in saying time's so, an it, enigma, it, but I'm happy really to be here is. today. <laughs> uh, it's great to have you, brother. Be You've been doing some great things. So, you know, what could you say about the trophy room? Uh, but you do have an incredible guest, uh, yeah. and uh, we'll get more into who you're going to have on the show later on for your outro. I think people need to uh, definitely check it out. It's going to be really interesting if you are someone that had a chance to play Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, one of 2021's best single-player sure. games, hands down. And again, like I said in my numerous uh, interviews and rep reporting of it, it is uh, the writing is James Gunn level good. But we'll get into that after. Let's welcome in the latest entry to BWB, a new, someone that does not need an introduction, but he's going to get one anyway. Fuzzy Belvedere joined the fray officially. How the heck are you, man? Doing pretty good. Pretty good. Thanks for having me, man. It's a great, I guess you could say gaming news week and just gaming in general. So, so, so glad to be here. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, dude, it's great to have you a part of the show each and every week. And of course, someone that does not need an introduction, but he's going to get it. The voice of Breaking Bread with Dread. Dreadpool, how the heck are you? And what did you have for breakfast today? That's always the big question of the day. Good morning, everyone. All right. What we had today was we had some coffee. We okay. had some donuts. Nice. And um, I was going to go back and get, get a bagel from one of those uh, coffee donut bagel places. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I got to be here, so I'm just going to starve a little. I didn't grab enough food, I guess. Well, but, uh, listen. No, it's been great. Well, it's great to have you a part of the show, and we're a little disappointed. I was expecting some uh, some heartiness to your breakfast, and no, it was just yeah. coffee and uh, donuts. Uh, I got very common-like. <laughs> I, got, I got lazy today. Well, the thing was, I was thinking about making some pork chops, and I was going to start cooking and everything. And I was like, well, I'm going to be the only one eating this right at this point in time because, you know, little one's off to school, wife's waking up to, to do all that stuff and, you know, start her day. So she's not probably going to want to smell all that food like i wanted but you know oh maybe, maybe, maybe yeah absolutely definitely uh close out the day with a with a monster meal for sure uh we are still waiting on bitcloud gaming we are still waiting on crispy bomb the best voice in the business we'll get them in here momentarily uh but you know what uh, i want to jump right into uh what's been going on and uh there is a specific story that i want to open up with and, and i'm doing it for uh, very selfish reasons uh as as a fan of gaming uh one of my most memorable times uh and one of the first games that i remember playing just completely blown away by the, the by the violence and by 
Uh, the fact that I was riding around in 3D. Of course, I'm talking about Twisted Metal on the PlayStation 1. Um, it was a game that I spent hours upon hours upon hours playing. I've beaten that game over 100 times. But nothing tickles my fancy more than Twisted Metal Black. It is by far one of my favorite PlayStation games. The story, the soundtrack, the graphics... Uh, it was just absolutely astoundingly good. That's another game that I have beaten more times than I probably care to admit. But we have incredible new information. If you are someone that appreciates uh, Sweet Tooth and all of the wacky characters that come with Twisted Metal, well, Sony's Fire Sprite, which is a studio that they just purchased last year, is been tasked to take over the uh, the project that was originally in the laps of Lucid Games. Now, Lucid Games did, in fact, bring us, a, I, I guess it was kind of like a, 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 a Twisted Metal meets Fortnite type of game, and it didn't really light up the, uh, I don't know, the charge, so to speak, on the PlayStation 5, it was it was a game that was originally going to be 70 bucks, and then uh, Sony realized that this game would have been a flop, and they wind up dropping it as one of the first uh, PlayStation Plus games that you could download for free. And uh, Joe, I'm glad that you're here because I want to talk yeah. about this. Lucid Games, you know, they do have talent because whether you liked the game or not. Um, Destruction All Stars, it, it had it, there was something there. It, yeah. it it wasn't the worst game. It now I'm, the article that I pulled from, it's from our very good friends over at the Video Games Chronicles.com. <laughs> they gave it a two out of five. Not, yeah, probably fair. Yeah, I mean, listen, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. If I would have reviewed it, I probably would have given it a three. I actually played it and enjoyed it. Because yeah. I got that Vigilante 8 kind of a feel. Mm. I also got, hey, this feels a lot like a Fortnite with cars. Yeah. And unfortunately, it kind of felt flat. But what's interesting about this particular story is that um, as spotted on Reset Era, Matt Southern, who was in fact the director over at the studio that brought us Destruction All-Stars, has been poached by Fire Sprite. Mm. And he is now the director, and he is going to be handling the reboot of Twisted Metal. And that's what we believe the game is going to be. It's going to be not a continuation of what happened last on the PlayStation 3, but a retelling of the story. And you know something? I'm all for it. PlayStation 5 is a powerful system. I think that if in the right hands, this is another one of those old school IPs that I believe deserves to be around in 2022 and beyond. Joe, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I think it's really interesting. Like the game of choice, like A, this is here to coincide with the with the show that's coming out in 2023 with Anthony Mackie. Um, and with that, I'm like, you know, a, a part of my brain's like, okay, so is this like a like a TV tie-in game, or is this like something? Is this the real deal? You know, but it seems like with all the restructuring 
whether it's at Lucid and now Fire Sprite, um, kind of goes to show that they they're really they believe in this thing. And that's interesting because in the age that is 20, you know, 2020, we're in the 2020s now. Yeah. Um, does that game, you know, I was listening to, to, to actually Jaffe uh, last night, talk about it. Cause this is his baby after all. And he, he's like, you know, how is this game going to work in, in the age of the PUBGs and the Fortnites and whatnot? And I don't think it's that crazy to think when we have games like, uh, you know, Rocket League, something as so simple as like, we're just playing around with physics with cars and we have a ball in the middle, right? Um, and that be as incredibly successful as it is. So for me, um, it's exciting because this is a weird property and oftentimes, you know, PlayStation gets criticized for it not being weird like it used to be. And I think that's, that's, Kind of them going, no, 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 no. We still got a little weirdness in us. Um, you know, Twisted Metal, I don't have like the biggest, like I, I don't I, I, I don't rom- romanticize it much because, you know, back when I was a kid, I was more like a Spyro type of, type of person myself. I'm more of like the Twisted Metal on PSP. Like that thing was dope as hell. I love Twisted Metal on PSP. It was really but, good. So good. So for me, I'm I'm excited at the prospects. Uh, it's something that PlayStation needs in their portfolio. They don't have many multiplayer games. The only question for me is like, is this um this the way I see it in my brain? This is not a seventy dollar game. This is probably going to coincide with whatever Spartacus is, or it's just going to be twenty dollars or free. Um, to get on that free to play and to kind of balance out the fact that this probably won't be on all systems, probably just PC and PlayStation. So to me, I'm excited by this news. It's also interesting that it seems like, yeah, a lot of that Lucid team, so Lucid has like two or three multiple teams. Um, it seems like one of those teams just got straight up poached. And I wonder what their feeling is about that like lucid relationship with PlayStation. Well, there... you know what? Here, here's, a, here's a point to that. Uh, yeah. Thanks to the article that I pulled again from VGC, which Please. I pull a lot of their articles. They are 15 minutes away from each other, literally yeah. within driving distance. And, you know, I, we've, Joe, this is, this is common fare uh, yeah. for gaming, specifically in this generation where if another studio uh, that has talented folks are working on a game that those said talent and folks can help with numbers, bro. It, monies. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm just thinking like, is Lucid giving up this, you know, this creative director, this team, because they're maybe getting poached by another studio and PlayStation doesn't want to go, you know, deep with a three studio team like they've already done with uh, fire sprite you know that's that's the thing that those are the questions that come in my head when i'm thinking of of this more so the development side rather than is the game going to be good uh because i hope it is but the other interesting fact is this is this creative director also is the creative director of motorstorm and a lot of the founders of motorstorm are in fire sprite. Can I, and so, can I say something? I have yeah, to please. stop you right there. I, I got to stop you right there. Look, I, I, listen, I know that I consider the Xbox guy, and yeah. I play mostly on Xbox. That's fair. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't dare disagree with that. <laughs> 
But I got to tell you, man, there are uh, I'm very quick to remember my incredible times Mm. with the PlayStation brand for for a multitude of reasons, but specifically with the PlayStation 3 in my top three of all time. Top three. I talk about Uncharted 2. Absolutely. My fate, one of my favorite games, hands down. But MotorStorm (laughs) 1. is in my top three games of all time for the PlayStation 3. It was years ahead of its time. I'm heartbroken when yeah. that when it was announced uh, that that team was no longer a thing. Uh, and I believe that they closed that studio in, in 2007, if I recall. Um, and to know that that team, that same team is working with Sony. Now, hold on a sec. This is a stretch. If Twisted Metal winds up becoming successful, and I think it goddamn sure could be, I would love nothing more than that team to be tasked to bring us a modern version Mm. of MotorStorm. And I think that could happen. That's a game that is beloved. Ask any racing fan, and they will mention MotorStorm. But, Joe, please continue. No, in... And that's the thing. I think out of all the studios, it's probably the two that are like the most exciting is like Blue Point because they are making Bloodborne. Just say with confidence, say with Guso, it's happening. Um, so, so basically, the, so, so the love of life is coming back. Yeah, no, it's it's <laughs> it, it's coming back um, because again, I'm willing it into existence. But Blue Point and Fire Sprite because Fire Sprite, it seems Great like they're studio, working on dude. so much. Like, what, 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 what to under underappreciated gets mm-hmm. for PlayStation last year? Like, they came out first of all, the Blue Point thing it leaked. Japan yeah. Studios did it when before, so if they, <laughs> you know. I mean, it, I, I, I still was excited for PlayStation yeah. fans, and I happen to be one of them because fucking Blue Point, they're uh, freaking amazing, right? Yeah, they're so, great. Good on Sony for locking down that, but the Fire Sprite one very under the radar like, yeah very yeah. under the radar because they're working on on like the horizon game they're working on this twisted metal game and then they're also working on like if i'm not mistaken another multiplayer game or a like dark fantasy game so like it's it, it's and again my sinus headache i could that could be all lies so like it, it's i'm very curious of what that team's up to because man they see incredible promise out of them uh, to just straight up buy them without a commercial product on the shelf tells you that they know that they have something. So yeah, I'm excited. This is, but it's also at the same time, it's strange news. It's strange. Yeah. It is. It, it it's, it's strange, but you know, something like I said, one of the things that Joe and Joe, I want to, I'm going to kind of piggyback off what Joe said, bring this to fuzzy Be- yeah. Belvedere uh, fuzzy. One of the things that Joe said that was very interesting that we have heard if there has been one complaint about sony it's the weird and wackiness that seemed to have been removed from their dna mm-hmm. um and uh i have to say that yes we're gonna get another uncharted we're gonna get another god of war we're getting another horizon hell we're even getting horizon vr and holy shit i'm so excited for that but it's one of the things that i love and i've said this publicly I love about Sony. They are not afraid to go into their back catalog 
and pull out an old IP. We've seen that time and time again. Twisted Metal is a franchise that was amazing in its day and could, in fact, be amazing. And Joe, once again, brother, great point on the soccer cars. I mean, this is a this this that game is that studio was a, a couple of handful of people when that game first came out, and look at what they're doing now. It is a freaking phenomenon. So, could a car combat game, you know, garner that kind of success? I, I kind of think it could. Specifically, when you like, now I'm not saying it's going to be free to play. I pay seventy dollars for this game, no problem, because I'm a twisted metal stand. There, there, there's no no question about that. But if they are looking to grab um, something that Sony is missing, and that's the multiplayer aspect, yeah. get into the multiplayer aspect. Bring a free to play twisted metal black. You know, you can get your money by downloading skins, by different mm -hmm. cards, because there is a lot of story behind twisted metal. And there's a ton of characters. Hell, they, I expect there are going to be new ones. Yeah. Fuzzy, what are you? What are your thoughts on this deal? Well, I, I'm I'm really excited as far as for them trying to bring back a twisted metal. And you had made mention of one of my favorites from the PS3 era being Motorstorm, although uh, kind of like a spiritual successor. Some of the devs also went to Codemasters and made Onrush, although it didn't hit as well. Um, on rush oh my do talk about that for a hot second people i am telling you right now on rush is a forgotten gem that <laughs> is one again one of the best fastest racers that i guarantee you you did not play yeah. i it's so good yeah it was it was so much fun and there is a, a, a definite need for like a Carmageddon twisted metal type game these days. I mean, yes, fours is out there and it's, it's a ton of fun. You got Gran Turismo is coming out and was that March. So for sim racing or even arcade style racing, there, there's, there's plenty of room, but a car combat type of game would definitely be a, a, a shining star right now because Wreckfest, I'll, I'll be honest, was awesome as far as just crashing into other cars. But if you have something where you can shoot rockets, that's not like a Mario Kart thing with turtle shells and stuff. <laughs> I, I, I think there's there's definitely a need for something like that now. And and to have them, you know, double down or 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 go into more focus for this Twisted Metal, uh, an upcoming title. I, I I'm all for it. I just can't wait until they they get closer to you know an unveiling and showing what what it's going to look like. Now, as somebody that played all uh, destruction, all stars, it, it had potential. I, I think the biggest thing for me that I didn't particularly care for was like the, the sideways bump that they would have where it wasn't as, uh, I not that it needs to be realistic, but it wasn't like a car handling thing. Like yeah. cars don't slide or scoot sideways when the tires are facing forward so that that was kind of off and you know the other thing fuzzy too the thing with i mean the thing that destruction all stars missing was guns <laughs> and yeah. explosions yeah. but like if you missed a car which chances are you are mm -hmm. you, it's like you missed the moment and it it took the fun away from that moment yeah you know so it, it, there's things they could have done to kind of you know work uh on that game or or you know evolve that game that make it better but it it just didn't hold my attention as as much as i thought it would but it, it there was still a lot of potential in that but having something like you said with guns 
shooting rockets or, you know, when you're on foot, if you were able to shoot at the cars and do more damage other than calling in like a special where you're throwing blocks or whatever, I think that would have been a, a, a much better uh, approach. And I think something like a Twisted Metal would definitely carry that. And, hey, a lot of people are talking about having more multiplayer games, you know, outside of like an Uncharted or Factions type of thing. And I think this would be a, a, a huge time sink for, for uh, PlayStation fans out there for, for multiplayer that is from first party. So I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I, so am I. Absolutely. Uh, this is, again, it's a franchise that it's been dormant a bit. And the last one that they launched didn't hit well at all. In fact, it did terrible. Um, the one that came after Black. And let's just remember Black is... Again, in, in, in my in my top five of all time for PlayStation, uh, because it's it's just I, I love the series. I've been a fan ever since. I've played and beaten them all. The last one, it didn't hit with me. They ch- they changed so much of it that it just I, I I couldn't get into it. The most craziest thing, and I'm a huge fan of it. But Dreadpool, let's get your opinion on this. Uh, not the biggest story of the day, but Fire Sprite taking over Dev uh, um, responsibilities for. Uh, twisted metal, uh, and 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 I and based on the wording, again, this is not confirmed. I I, I I'm only assuming here. I, I it sounds like they're doing a remake of well, they're rebooting the series as opposed to just continuing what we know and love. And that open that obviously that's that's open to interpretation of whether that's going to be good or bad. We we don't know because um, everyone loves you know uh, sweet tooth and and some of the other characters so are they gonna change that he is a serial killer or, or he's just a maniac I, I I hope not but what are your thoughts on this twisted metal take my money yeah I mean, come thank on you, let's sir. do this thank you Let, let's get it out here now what are we waiting on how come we just <laughs> let's let's get the controllers let's go I mean come on now uh we've all well for for the for those of us that used to be uh back in the day PlayStation, OGs, um, we used to play that all the time. I mean, we used to play multiplayer games all the time, and had fun with all this, you know. So it's uh, something like this is nostalgic for us, you know what I mean? So uh, there's a lot of people that I've talked about Twisted Metal before and, and some other stuff, you know. Uh, when you bring up Homie the Clown and everybody's looking at you you're like uh, in Living Color, don't you know? And they're like, I'm too young for that. This is the same thing. You know, you're talking about Sweet Tooth, and people don't know what you're talking about. So they don't know who Homie the Clown is, is what you're saying. No, they don't know who Homie the Clown is. And when you say Homie don't play that, and they're like, Oh my huh? God. They're like, What are you from the 90s? Uh, yeah, man. Yes. <laughs> yes, I was born in the 1900s. Oh, Think about my that. It's scary. Okay, but. No, but seriously, that there's certain there are certain people that you know certain ages that don't know anything about this. And when you're talking about Sweet Tooth, they look at you funny. And you're like, you know, the clown, the cars, the you know, nothing. No. Yeah. No. no. So, it's but sad. this is yet again. This is something that's good for us. This is something that we need to have. Um, when when you look at bringing something back like this, this is good. It's it's been. Let's call it for what it is. It's been dead for a little bit. Yeah. But something like this, whether it's a reboot, I'd rather have it be a reboot slash remake type deal. Just just start it over, make it better, bring it up to today's standards, throw that little finesse of old time stuff that we used to have, and then tweak it with today's 
something new and exciting for for everybody you know so what you know th when it comes to stuff like this this is when it's good to do these these games you know it's been too long yep. bring them back and i'm sorry i'm excited for this 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 is awesome i i you know i hope they do well they've got a good i'd say well-rounded teams because of how how they're putting it all together so i, th I think um I, th I hope god i hope they don't screw this up uh but i think they'll do good yeah. Well, I'll say this: the last time, if you if you if you're curious, as the last time PlayStation owners like us who got an actual new twisted metal, 2012, folks. 2012. So we're coming on. It's ten years. It's ten yeah. years. It's a it, it's a decade since the last time we played twisted metal. Um, my biggest fear on this mm. is that they overlook the fact that there is a single player campaign, and they remove. They, oh, you know, let's just make this multiplayer. I, I don't think I, I think it could live in both worlds. Uh, again, it's it's. I think if it's multiplayer only, this thing's free to play. It 100%, has to be. 100%, it has to be. Yeah, I ain't yeah. paying. Oh, no, mm -hmm. I think th I think we've seen the success of Halo. We've seen the failures of of Battlefield. So like, I I think this would be free. Um, and <laughs> you know, air quotes. And um, if it is a single player component, you know what I was thinking while Dreadpool's talking there. Yeah, what if they just, and again, because it's like my single player mindset over the shoulder of the other person. What if like this game is like Mad Max, uh, oh, the Mad Max game? You know, I was yeah, literally thinking about that while you guys were talking and I was waiting. Yeah, like I, I, that would be that would be cool because I, I've heard, like, I haven't played it myself, but I've only heard excellent things about Mad Max on, on PS4 and it's having really that car combat with like, yeah, get out of here, you know, Go into this, you know, uh, the literal Thunderdome and like duke it out. That that'd be interesting, like a yeah. rage esque aesthetic, yes. you know, wasteland that you're traversing. That'd be really cool. Oh, yeah, you know, again, if they're gonna bring it back, uh, to bring it back and just be the same as it was in 2012 and, and earlier, that would be to me a waste wasted opportunity. I think that they are going to do something different, and maybe the characters themselves are going to be more, um, you know personalized Could you know you imagine a storyline i playing can imagine it at, yes like, like pull, <laughs> not not just the storyline where you're watching the scenes and the play out like you're actually like like mad max like we brought it up where you're actually walking around doing oh, stuff dude. you know what i mean as each character have you know like how mortal kombat has each each character has their own background storyline you do the same thing with these characters um it, it all mixes in together and you walk around, you do your thing, and if, if you're a psychomaniac killing people, <laughs> clown, you do your thing. You know, this I is what it. you're it's supposed great. to do. You get in the car, and you just smash things with the car. You know, just run people over. A little bit of old-school GTA style. Uh, that would be great. Real quick, I got to shout-out J.C. Claremore, who drops a very generous $2 super chat. But it's what he says. That is so freaking awesome. He says, boom, my wife thinks you sound like Emerald the chef. Well, I wish I had his money. I'm going to be honest with you. His bam. money and his skill. <laughs> bam, yeah. Oh, man. That will tell your wife, thank you very much for the compliment. That is pretty cool. And thank you, dude, for the generosity. Uh, again, it's it's greatly appreciated. Uh, first of all, let's welcome in Crispy Bomb. 
What's up? He may not be a chef, but he knows how to cut a steak. What's up, brother? How the hell are you? Oh, good, good. I heard I heard some twisted metal in the house. Well, you know uh, what? I'm glad that you're here for this because you are our resident multiplayer guy, right? You, we know that you like a nice single-player story like everyone else, but you're in it for the multiplayer. And we have word, thanks to VGC, that Fire Sprite has been handed the reins here, take over the Twisted Metal Project, and Matt Southern, who was the director uh, on, uh, on numerous games like Destruction All-Stars, um, is now been poached and will be working at Fire Sprite exclusively on this project. What do you want to see come out of a reboot of Twisted Metal? I want to see Twisted Metal. It's been a long time, hasn't it? Ten years since the yeah, last one. Yeah, I want, to, I want to see Twisted Metal. How about you just make a Twisted Metal first, and then we'll, we'll go from there. <laughs> I like but, it. Um, well, and you got to look at, you know, Destruction All-Stars. They got to learn from their mistakes. Um, they need a multiplayer game. I mean, they, they need to start bringing out some multiplayer games here. So this is a good start. Uh, I don't know, you know, as long as, like I said, if they do a Twisted Metal properly, yes. it's been 10 years, then we start talking about expanding. Because if you're going to reboot it, you might as well do it right and and give give these kids that have no clue about it, you know, this game that is kind of wild. Like, I mean, Sweet Tooth, what a character. I mean, you oh, know what I mean? dude, so freaking good, man. <laughs> you know, so it's one of those crazy games that, you know, I grew up with. I didn't play Black because I didn't, that was on PS3. My right? favorite one. Yeah, I, I didn't play that. All time, dude. I, I might have played it once at a friend's house. I don't remember, but I played like every single other one. I also played on, uh, which I thought was a very good rivalry. They had Vigilante 8 for a Fantastic. little bit there. You know, they, they had a little rivalry go, and that, that was always fun because I could go to both games, and they both had their different quirks, but they really pushed each other at that time, and it was really cool. So, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it. You might get get me to get a PS5 now if you're you're talking Twisted Metal because that pulls out the heartstrings for me. So, Again, we, it's funny you say that because I was saying that before. Uh, one of the things that I love about PlayStation and what they're not afraid and have not been afraid in the past to do is revisit older IPs and give them new life in, in, in new ways. Twisted Metal Black was very much like Twisted Metal. It was it was almost like a reboot of the original because it really did have all the characters. It had all the story. The 2012 one, I just took a look at it. I did play it. I just, ah, man, I didn't play as much as I probably should have, but it wasn't that great of a game. This is an opportunity for, for, for PlayStation to do two very important things. One, like you just said, bring multiplayer to the PlayStation brand, which a lot of people have been asking for. And, of course, at the same time, bring back one of those OG uh, IPs that I think could could actually do good in 2022 and beyond. So uh, I I like what you're putting down there, Crispy. Yeah, I mean, it makes total sense for them to do this. And, you know, there's not a lot of games like Twisted Metal. I mean, it's really, it's it's a unique game. And it, yes. it's, it's just like one of those games you just go in there and have fun. I mean, you're going to have some crazy stuff. There's no, there's no reason to get super mad at the game because, you know, people are just flying around and getting power-ups and using their specials. And all of a sudden you're just dead. And you're like, oh, wow cool and then you move on you know um and that's that's the cool thing so they could do some cool stuff like you know like um kill cam stuff like that maybe like even like car finishers you know they could yes. do some wild stuff you know what i mean so it would be it would be definitely cool i mean hopefully it comes out sooner rather than later but 
I mean, they what? They just starting, so we're talking another four years probably. Eh, I don't know. I, oh, I, this I, one, this one, they say next year. So, oh, well, I think I, I think there might have been a significant amount of it already done yeah. because. Yeah. Um, Okay, the team cool. that brought us Destruction All-Stars has been working on it for quite some time. Maybe they hit a wall. Maybe that what they have is great, and that's why they're bringing over the creative director. It makes sense. You know, like he knows what's going on. Yeah. Whenever, whenever, that, uh, whenever that show's coming out, that's when this game comes out. Oh, uh, yes. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. I, I Synergy. Just, yes. Yeah, no, no. That makes, that makes perfect sense. I just noticed that I had everyone on the bottom of the screen, and I'm like, that that view doesn't look really familiar. Oh, that's why, because I had the, the, the wrong camera view. Anyway, anyway, listen, what I want to do is this. I want to go on to the next story. Folks, this one, and I'm glad that for a lot of reasons that Joe's here, besides his uh, uh, his beautiful face, and his incredible, uh, you know, intellect when it comes to gaming, specifically on PlayStation. This is the strangest freaking story of 2022. Now, mind you, we're only 14 days. We're in half a half a month into the new year, and I'm sure we're going to get even more wacky ones. But here's the thing: I pulled a story uh, from Polygon.com. And this was been reported on by numerous sources. I just happened to like the way that Polygon wrote it out. It was written by Owen S. Good, and it was dropped on January 12th. And I thought that this was worthy of a conversation because we have BitCloud, who should be here momentarily. And, of course, we have Joe. And the story reads, Sony keeps PlayStation 4 factories churning new consoles to relieve the pressure of the PlayStation 5 demand. And this comes the way of Bloomberg, who reported this. And according to their inside uh, sources, and Bloomberg is extremely reputable. Now, I'm not going to say that they don't get it wrong because everyone gets it wrong at some point. But they posted this story. And according to uh, uh, Bloomberg's um, inside source, the company had planned to stop making PlayStation 4 consoles at the end of last year, but instead will continue to produce those consoles in 2022 to alleviate the strain coming from manufacturing and shipping the PlayStation 5, which is still very hard to find. Now, Joe, I want to go to you first yeah. on this because this is wacky. Um, I... The one thing that jumped for me right off the page, uh, and I don't know if this is true. This is just an assumption. Um, you know, uh, Jim Ryan has gotten himself in a bit of trouble numerous times, specifically with the generations quote. We believe in generations. And, of course, yeah. he went back on it. And it was uh, – listen, we're not going to go back to that story. It was egg on the face, and he probably should have been a little bit more coached better in – in what he what he responded to but with this particular story what it said to me is we know that um horizon is releasing is going to be cross-gen right yeah we know that gran turismo is going to be cross-gen we also know that the god of war at least that is the rumor is going to be cross-gen as well when I hear that they are going to continue manufacturing the PlayStation 4 to somehow relieve the strain of the PlayStation 5, I, I, I'm a little taken aback by that because what it says to me is that 
Well, they plan to make these generational titles for the PlayStation 5, and maybe we're going to see this potentially, again, this is just an opinion, folks, yeah. move into 2023 and see some of those games get moved over or back onto the PlayStation 4. What are your thoughts on this story? Uh, I'm I'm glad I'm I'm glad that I I'm here to talk about it because yeah I am the the sensible PlayStation person I I and and as a sensible PlayStation person I'll start with this I love 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 seeing all these people that like trash on Xbox folks for their original tweet um, have to do like the hula hoop dance of like trying to walk back their statements. It's great. It's great because you just see how stupid the whole console war stuff really is. Yes. And um and so like for me, uh you know, we we took a question this week about you know, the this issue, I'm going to call it. I don't think it's big. But um you know, when it comes to the PlayStation 1, that was in production from 95 to 2005. PS2. Very, very long time. A lot of people don't know that, Joe. Joe very please, long right? time. So speak on that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, PS2 was from 2000 to 2013. Oh, boy. Long, longest manufactured console. That's right. Uh, PS3, man, they wanted to cut that thing short. 2017. And then PlayStation 4 is still active. So when it comes to like their more successful consoles, and just you see this in manufacturing, that's why you know, you're not seeing any more Xbox Ones. Um, is like if the console's still shipping units, they're gonna still ship those units. I know, like they were still making games for the PS2 until like a few years ago. So to me, it's not a big deal because we've just seen this over and over again. The reason why it's a big deal is because the fanboys have made it a bit the big deal, right? Those those people that yeah, like you know the Lion Ryans or the you know what's, what's the Phil Spencer one that they make fun of Phil Spencer for? I don't know. Um, uh, well, I mean, one of the biggest too, ones too beautiful of a smile, is, Phil. Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> well, the VR thing was uh, was a big one. Oh, we're going to yeah. do VR now. We're not doing VR. They so still, still talk, but it's dumb. it's dumb. So yeah, so to me, it's it's more of like that issue. So like to me, like I don't, I don't care. I don't care about them. So to me, I'm I'm more I'm more of the lines of the the part of the article, and I get it because I'm the only goddamn fool that pays for Bloomberg. Um, that goes the increased production orders by adding the cheaper uh, PlayStation 4 would give Sony more leeway in negotiating with manufacturer partners for a better deal. Uh, two people behind the production have stated anonymously, of course. Um, so that's the other thing by treating your partners well that are currently printing out PlayStation 5s by printing out PlayStation 4s that don't use probably the same silicon as the PlayStation 5, um, that gives them the leeway of like, hey, look, we're, we're playing nice with you here. We're helping you out. It's kind of a scratch my back, scratch your back situation. My father does that a lot with his trade when it comes to using cheaper ink or using cheaper boxes. He works in a printing press. So like that's actually a normal thing that you see behind the scenes. So to me, I'm like, oh, all right, so they're making PlayStation 4s to make sure that they get a better deal when they're negotiating for PlayStation 5 parts. Yeah. All right. And at the same exact time, 
you know, I worked at school for a short period of time. Dude, there's still kids psyched for PlayStation 4s. Like, like <laughs> this one kid, uh, he's like, yeah, if I can't get a PS5, I'm going to go get a PS4. I'm like, what game are you playing? And you know what killed my soul? He said Fortnite. Yeah, I knew you would say that. I had a few. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> Yeah, no, <laughs> no, but like don't, that, don't admit that. <laughs> yeah, don't admit that. So yeah, that's all it really seems like to me. It's more of a production, uh, strategic approach, more than anything. And honestly, it's kind of a good problem to have with if you're PlayStation, and it's a good problem to have, or it's a good thing to have if you're Microsoft, because the one thing that people have highlighted was, wow, in retrospect, the Series S was a was a remarkable strategy to use because it's really helped them in the distribution project uh, process. And nobody saw that coming because nobody thought, you know, factories in, in Indo Asia would, would be going on fire and blowing up and causing this whole yep. chip shortage. So like, it is really, it's really, it's really interesting to see how, circumstance has benefited xbox by just sheer yeah circumstance and if you're playstation it's a good problem to have because your playstation consoles so goddamn popular that you can't make enough of them but it is a problem that they do need to probably rectify and that also means on both sides um this next this this generation that we're in now it's going to be a long generation like the xbox 360 or the PlayStation Three was. Yeah, this and is so, this yeah. is going to be it, it's going to be long. But for, sp yeah. speaking of, of of Microsoft and what they're doing with the Series S, you know what's interesting yeah. is when you look at this, Microsoft stepped in it and not and and they did it. They did not see just like everybody here on this panel, everybody in the chat, everybody in the, the freaking universe. No one saw a pandemic happening, right? No right. one, no one saw this happening. And when they were releasing the S, they got they caught a lot of slack from a lot of people, community members, uh, many people within the press. They were like, "This, this is a this is dumb. This, this, this it's going to hold it, back this generation." There was a whole conversation, yeah. yeah. And it turns out that Microsoft, like I've said before, I, I called it the Trojan horse, but they really did have the last laugh here because what they wind up doing is. They were able to do a multitude of things, which are pretty that they go under the radar. And I'm going to talk about it right now. Besides being able to produce the Series S, which is uh, uh, one that you can still find, like I just found one for my my uh, for for a, a birthday present for you know one of my family members, and it's it, it, you know it's it's going to be a big deal because you, next gen hardware, regardless of whether the S, the X, the digital, the non digital PlayStation Five. Hard, freaking hard to find, man. And what Microsoft was able to do was churn out the Series S, and it's what it's why they won Black Friday. It's why they won Christmas, and it could potentially even be why they may again. I don't know. I don't have the numbers in front of me. Yeah. May win in January because the console is available. And Joe, if you remember, and you and I, we didn't get a chance to talk in a while. There were actually people using that. Well, the console's available, so Microsoft is stupid. Yeah, what a like, weird what a, so to me crap. Yeah, like so the the one thing that I have seen 
I have seen it's anecdotal, of course, but like I've seen people go, I'm settling. I'm going to go get a Series S because I can't find an Xbox Series X or more importantly, I've seen a lot of people go, I can't find a PS5. And like literally people in my community, I'm going to go see what this Xbox Series S is because the investment is so, you know, it's it's, it's almost on the level of impulse buy. Yeah. And so they're just like, I see it. It's here in the store. Yes, it's it's it's. It's not flying off the shelves like the X or the PS5, but it's doing numbers because people are genuinely curious. And that is the thing that I think is hurting PlayStation is the fact that they can't print enough of these out because now people are genuinely looking around going, okay, it's time to settle. I can't find this thing. I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm going to build a PC. I'm going to go, you know, see if I can't find one of these Xboxes with the Game Pass everybody's talking about. And you that know something is, real quick, the, let me just add to that. Uh, let me just, yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt you no, again, Joe. Go for it. That's Right point. now, with all of the new consoles, there is advertising either on the console or they're telling you in the store, you get Game Pass for three months for a buck. So, I mean, holy crap, you spend 300 Like, the, uh, the console I wound up getting comes with... They're free to play, but both Fortnite and soccer cars, but they have a whole bunch of DLC that's in there. You know, you get a, a thousand V bucks, you get a bunch of cars you can download, which is which is great. Just, you know, because obviously it's a digital system. But if you're if you're spending three hundred, even if you are a diehard Sony fan, it is going to be eventually an Xbox game. You're like, yeah, that's Starfield, man, or X, Y, and Z. I, I can't get that on my PlayStation. So you know what? I can't even find a freaking PlayStation 5 right now. Let me drop <laughs> the $300 and let me get this game pass for three months and see what this is about. And they are converting a lot of people, Joe. Yeah. This generation's looking to be a lot closer. And that is awesome because, like, I genuinely, I, I hate the, like, the us and them, like, mantra because they're, PlayStation seeing what Xbox is doing with Game Pass, and they're just like, we want that. And so they're making it. Like, they're answering it because they see that, oh, crap, they're ahead of us here on this one thing. How can we make this thing work with our thing? And so, like, that's that's a really cool, interesting thing is, like, will we see, I, I think we will, we will see another skew of the PlayStation 5. Is it a light version? Is it a pro version? Uh, because that, you know, there has been talk because that's how you're going to alleviate that production supply is creating that different skew. Oddly enough, I'm not a production expert, but yeah. So it, it's it's interesting, man. I, I really, I dig this news and I, and I feel like a lot of other folks outside this podcast are not having this 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 type of conversation because it's it's way more interesting rather uh, other than like haha Jim Ryan right it's like <laughs> no like this is actually really exciting for like so many reasons uh, Dude, not because you know absolutely Highlander 001 in the chat I'm gonna throw it up on the screen so everyone can check it out he says something that's very interesting uh, Mr Bad Bit I was at Best Buy and the sales associate told a couple that they did not have any PlayStation 5s. And then he said, you can get a PlayStation 4 or Xbox Series S for the same price. Yeah. People are looking, man. People are looking. And hopefully, 
it gets better because I want people to have their next gen systems. Yeah, and I hate to say like it should be current gen at this point, but like, yeah, like I, I want everybody to get well, this. They're, they're saying yeah. 2023, Joe. Uh, yeah. Before we start to get some some normalization into the regions, and that's yeah. freaking scary, bro. That's a long time, and so that's the other thing that people also should should realize here is like, you know, the the previous gen versions of games. Yeah, you're gonna probably see. You're gonna probably see him still for the next year or two, and that goes on both sides, um, because it is, it is a thing. There's not yeah. enough of these consoles, um, so they 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 need that day one money, man. Absolutely, they do. Yeah. Listen, let's get Fuzzy Belvedere into the conversation. Fuzzy, again, <laughs> strange story. Yeah. Uh, it it makes sense for Sony at this point because, uh, from what we understand, at least in 2022 three of their biggest first party IPs that are that that are scheduled to launch and again we we you know we know Gran Turismo sure we know Horizon is next month those locks those have already been confirmed for uh, both cross gen you know both PS4 PS5 which is great uh, especially if you can't find a PlayStation 5 at least you won't miss the game God of War I think it's going to come out I I I, I kind of changed my tune a little bit only because uh the last year we got word that the mocap actor, I felt so bad for him. He had a multitude of surgeries. Yeah. He, they did his knee, his shoulder. I think something in his back. And yeah. I have, I'm, a, I'm, I, I, I listen. I'm, I'm being held together by rods and screws and pins. So I understand what that's all about and how hard it is to come back. But we heard that he's been doing the work. So I might have changed my stance a little bit. I mean, if if it's close, they push it. If it's done, they release it in the holiday, probably somewhere around November, which would be great because I want to play the next God of War. I want to play Ragnarok. Um, but it's going to be on the PlayStation 4 as well. So if you don't have a PS5, you're not going to be like, oh, man, what am I? I'm only watching videos. I can't stand this. I want to play. <laughs> you may not be able to get a PS5 in, in November of, of this year. You just might not be able to unless you follow someone like if, if you're if you're if you're tenacious. And you follow someone like uh, Wario sixty four. That dude is legit as they come. Also, uh, uh, D Batch from yeah. RDX. He's another one that's been out there. He's been putting it down for people. Uh, so follow D Batch or, or Wario sixty four if you really want the skinny on when these these consoles uh, jump in there. But what what are your thoughts on on Sony doubling down on? creating more playstation 4s i mean it definitely makes sense considering how they've done with previous generations of consoles but <clears throat> i think at some point we're all going to look back and and see the, the the biggest culprit in all of this outside of you know increased demand and you know the the you know pandemic and <laughs> whatnot I, I think the biggest culprit is scalpers i mean i don't i, I know there's only but so much that can be done i know sony has made all the efforts to, you know, do like the email invites and even those seem to get snatched up and stuff like that. But um, in the grand scheme of things, it just seems like I wish there was an easier way to put said console in, in consumers' hands yeah. that wants it. I mean, there, there are plenty of people that want it, that have the means to be able to get the console at retail, but somehow these scalpers are beating everybody to the punch, hook, line, and sinker type of deal. So it, I, I think that's something that all of these companies really need to look at and all of these websites that, that do online shopping since in-store shopping is not as easy of a, a means considering what's going on. But um, 
I, I think the big thing now is would have PlayStation done better to do a kind of like a light skew, kind of like what you guys had hinted to, almost like the way the Series S is in the beginning. I don't know if that would have really benefited them in, in that regard, because once again, scalpers would have probably, you know, focused or targeted that particular console just as much. But um, it, it, it just seems weird now that they've had to like backtrack on some of their predictions or, or their estimates on what they wanted to produce just because, you know, supply isn't really there. And when you got a ton of supply on, on shelves, it makes sense for them to continue churning those out. Like Joe was saying, when, when, you know, you have a business where you can, you know, not really manipulate price, but like negotiate better deals on upcoming builds and things like that or runs, it's always good to kind of keep those those supply chains going. But uh, yeah, otherwise that stuff would have been there for like, you know, fix or repair for PS4s. And I mean, other than the noise of the fan, I've never had a problem with a PlayStation 4 and I don't really foresee them ever having like break issues or anything like that. Wow. So those parts would have pretty much sat in mothball otherwise. But um, yeah, I right now just scalpers are making it terrible for everybody. That, at least that's how I see it. it, it the it, industry yeah. needs to do better. Uh, yeah. And, and, and one of the things I like, I'm not a government kind of, you know, I don't want the government moderating anything that I do, <laughs> but there are some things that they do specifically in this area of conversation where they're making it hard for these companies to ignore that these freaking, uh, these bots they, exist. Yeah. They've just done something. Um, I, I, I forget, I forget what it was. It, it was something to do with tax regulating purchases That's above yep. $600. Mm -hmm. Um, so like they would have to, like all these scal scalpers would have to actually like put the, all the consoles on their taxes type of, yeah. type of stuff. Um, and, 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 and the government would, would get a fee type of, type of stuff. So mm -hmm. yeah, like that stuff, I, I think weeds out a few but even then it's like if i'm getting like 15 playstation 5s or whatever then like maybe i don't really like it's yeah my you know my margins decrease because of that tax stuff but i'm still getting a yeah, crap ton no, of money. It, it, yeah. It, it, it definitely is a problem and uh you know, real quick, I just got a shout out of a couple of people. Uh, one uh, super chat comes in from Pixel Bit G, generous friend of the show. He drops a five dollar super chat and says, "Does Sony realistically have a light option with no current development path to support it? Wouldn't they need to retool their development kits to target it?" And that's interesting because Gameonomics, who's been a member for two months or enough three months, uh, he says this. Do you think Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine will release on the PlayStation 4 since they are making more PlayStation 4s and shortages might continue for a while? And that's a, another fantastic question. To the first one, Pixelbit, I, I think that they are going to have to retool. Uh, and for Gameonomics, here's the thing. Um, we we can easily just look at this from two sides of, of a coin and you just flip it and, you know, 50% you're going to win, 50% you're going to lose. If Sony is in a position where they don't have enough millions in the PlayStation 5s available out there, not in scalpers, not 25% of the, of the populace not active, 
activated because they're sitting in some asshole basement. No, <laughs> I'm talking about actual gamers like us who play these things, who buy these things to, to actually play. If they don't have enough, it almost dictates that they have to because they're leaving millions and millions of dollars on the table. I would not maybe the one to make that call, look at the board and say, hey, we kind of want to move everyone to the next gen. But you know what? That 120 plus million people, eh, forget them. <laughs> that's just crazy. I mean, that's a great, great, great point. I also see like Spider-Man coming to PC. Let's be real. Oh, yeah. 100%, you know? dude, absolutely. Yeah. I actually see a bo- I see both of them in like some sort of like a mega pack. You yeah. know, 2018, it, Miles Morales, all in for your PC. Honestly, it really does depend because that's a terrific question. Terrific question. Hats off to you. Um, because it really does depend on how many PlayStation 5s are out there mm-hmm. by the end of 2023. You know, if they have, you know, 40, 50 million of, of them out there. They're fine. They they yeah. go put that on PS5. Go put that on uh, even if ten only ten percent of that sold of the fifty yeah. million. Let's just say again, it's a hype, trying to see hypothetic uh, numbers. Fifty million PlayStations by the end of twenty twenty three. Unlikely, sure, but let's yeah. just say for shits and giggles, there are. I think that they lock that behind the PlayStation Five because they Absolutely. can afford. That 10%, which is the average, you know, 10, 12% of said populace buys this first party. And at that point, Marvel, the MCU, which Sony is very, very in tuned with, is moving into Secret Wars, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you look at the trajectory for the MCU and Kevin Feige and, and, and all of those uh, IPs, just read the room. They're moving into Secret Wars. That's that's yeah. that's why Doctor Strange is going to be as big as Spider-Man No Way Home because yeah. the multiverse has been exploded open, right? So also, if if you if if you asked me two months ago if you know we'd see Spider-Man Spider-Man on Xbox one day, uh, I would say yes. But like with the success of No, no Way Home, no, no, hundred percent. They they, they're gonna they're gonna get that success simply just from PlayStation people. Yeah, I think as as long as both sides are completely happy, yeah. that is staying there, man. But 100%. that's a great question because yeah, PS4 is still so many. But that that is a game as well. I I think it sold upwards of twenty million units. So like that's yeah, that's well, was Spider Man what twenty eighteen? Yeah. Oh yeah, well past twenty million. Well, yeah, yeah, well so. past twenty million for sure. It's, and Miles it's Morales, a, no slouch, man. Yeah, no man, it's slouch. impressive. Yeah. Uh, anything else you'd like to add, uh, Fuzzy, before I bring Dreadpool into the conversation? No, that's that's it. I mean, <clears throat> the scalper situation, force them to get business licenses and <laughs> take it to the next level, maybe. But, um, yeah, it, it I, I think that's kind of like the the over not really the overlooked topic, but something that just seems to need to be resolved or, or yeah. rectified in some sort of way. And actually, Fuzzy, now that you say that. That's actually a good deterrent because let me tell you something. I had to file for an LLC last month. Whoa, do I never want to do that ever again in my whole entire life? Whoa, does that suck so bad? A lot of work. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. better to do an incorporation type of thing than an LLC. Mm-hmm. But it, it, to even get to that point is even, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I've I've gone through that, and yeah, it it's an expense and a headache of chasing paperwork for your state and wherever you're going to do business at so yeah yeah it's it's not easy 
Well, listen, Dreadpool, what, what are your thoughts on PlayStation doubling down on bringing more PlayStation 4s to the masses in place of the PlayStation 5 that they're having a hard time getting out there? What, 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 is this a good move for Sony? I, I don't think it's even a move. It's 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 um, it's business. something something that we're we're missing that every you know I'm I'm listening to everybody waiting for somebody to, to, to like catch on it and someone almost did almost okay um, you got to remember the machinery to make these these consoles right if if you already have it you know you're tooling for it um, wouldn't it make sense to just keep on making it it's it's cheaper you don't have to break down because. You got to remember, these things are pushed out in batches, right? So all these consoles, you have to order so many before they're done making them. Yep. And in order to shift it over, just like with Xbox, you know, um, what do we have? The Xbox One uh, X, when everybody was like, oh, my God, they stopped making them. Well, yeah, they only made so many. And after this, they're, they're shifting everything they have to the series. You know, literally, they still had so many that they had to push out. And then they have it, you know. Now, here, when when it comes to this, this is the same thing. They have so many that they've already probably pre-ordered, and they have to finish them. Now, what do you do? You tear it apart and, and machine for the new consoles, right? So the ones that are done, you do that. The ones that are not, well, now here's a, here's a thought. Do we tear this thing down and spend more money so we can get more consoles out for the PS5s? Or do we just leave it, save the money, and now we have competition on the lower end you know so it, it's it's not really the same as you know oh you don't like to connect on the xbox one well we have a console for you that's a <laughs> playstation 3 or i'm sorry the uh, the uh, xbox 360 which ended up being a ps3 anyway um you know everybody shifted over towards the end to the to the playstation but that's that's the same thing is if you already have it going why stop and spend the money that you don't need to spend just yet? Because that's a whole bunch of stuff. Think about it. all that tooling, all that machinery. They throw it out. Once it's no good, it's no good. They they could reuse certain things, yes, but not all of it. It's gone. You know, I I used to work in an assembly line. I used to work building monitors from scratch, and this these were CRT monitors. They they're not what we use now. Um, but I used to do all that stuff. I, so when 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 it was done with that model, you're done. You don't go back. You throw all that stuff away that you don't need. You re utilize what you need and you can use. And those are the little iteration jumps of, oh, well, now we can do this with this thing here. But the motherboards all get changed, right? The basic stuff like the CRT tube was the same. Same thing here, right? They can use what they can use. But when you look at the PlayStation four and the playstation five how much of it are they really reusing between the two none right so that's a lot of stuff that they got to tear apart and put back together versus saying hey you know what you still you're still making these for us let's make a deal it's cheaper for them to make it in the long run right what do we always say it's always most expensive to buy a for us it's not but for the the um manufacturers it's always most expensive at the beginning of these launches right so when these consoles come out and people are like oh i'm buying two i'm supporting it no you're not you're you're, you're really not you're supporting them in the long term but you're not really supporting them in the midterm because you, you just stop them from being able to sell software for the to justify those consoles you know they're not making that money in the consoles here they are because it's already been 
taken care of. It's been years, so they're, yeah. they're definitely making so a profit. This, yep. this is an easy, easy choice for them to do, and I, I, I don't know why it's it seems so amazing. Like, oh my god, you know, yeah, you know, it's not next gen, but you, you still want to play some good games, right? There's good games still on the PS4. There's Funny. still games that are still coming out for the PS4 that are coming out for the PS5. Hmm, Ratchet and Clank that was never going to happen can be played on the PS5, or, um, you know, and also a PS3, right? Granted, that dev kind of over. I have a feeling that's going to be one of their games that they drop right. this year for holiday. It, it right. only makes sense with, with that dev over exaggerating that you know that that stuff that they did was is playable on the PS3. That's it's oversimplification of what he was trying to explain, but you'll see the stuff on the PS4 too. It, it nothing's holding anything back, yeah. to, you know, when it when it comes to this stuff. Uh, Gears Gears Five, you know, Crispy's gonna perk up on this one, right? So, um, the Xbox One was holding it back. Why? Because of the CPU. And what happened with the One X, right? The GPU, they turned around and used the power from the GPU to do this, right? So, it's just basically smart devs finding new ways to utilize power that is unused and going from there, right? So, we have optimizations. Same thing here. It's not a big deal. It, it, just because it's last gen, it's not really holding it back. Yeah, it's you're not going to get the benefits and the bells and whistles of of what we're playing now in current gen consoles. And I feel bad for those guys, but I've said it before: get an SSD. Um, I've put out video. Um, hook up an SSD right to it. it. It'll speed your load times. You might yep. not get my brother all the extra did that. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, it. it, it they, uh, people are making a big deal out of it just don't understand it's they're there's they're just the fanboys you know what i mean when you're a, a true gaming fan you're just happy that hey you know what we could still get these we could still get our hands on something because preach again, we have some kids that are playing fortnite on a ps4 and are excited about it but you know what to each their own at least they're excited yeah. about gaming yeah you know no, they're excited a, about playing something and guess what they can play it on a console now they're not playing it on their phone so yeah, that's a win for us, right? I'm kidding, uh, <laughs> but I don't uh, want the I don't want the future on mobile. I'm don't want it. <laughs> I'm kidding. So, yeah. but yeah, it's just they. Um, it's it's not as big of a deal as these people are making it. It's a good thing. Well, and, and and unfortunately, it's, Dreadpool, it's, it's become a console war shenanigans nonsense, yeah. and then we just hear oh, all of us just speaking uh, and making sense with it. Uh, before we move on to the big topic of the show. I got to get in crispy bomb and get your opinion on this, brother. Is PlayStation 4 a production a bigger deal than ma they're making out to? Or is, is in Sony making the right move? I mean, it, it seems as if there are some people who are gaming who actually never got a PlayStation 4. I don't know how that happened, but they didn't. And they're obviously going to sell to the masses who can't wait to get a to get their hands on a playstation 5 and don't want to miss out on big games like gran turismo like horizon uh forbidden west and potentially god of war this year uh, it's just makes total sense i mean they don't have enough ps5s you, you just you got to do what you got to do right and and you got these ips coming out that you know cost Probably up in the hundreds of millions to to make these some of these games. Oh, hey, so, I, on average, it's two hundred and fifty plus million dollars for Sony's games. Each okay. one of those 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 AAA bombs. Think about that number. Um, that's a big number, and you got multiple of them possibly coming out this year. You got to sell them, and 
you know, I think it was the right move. I think it bad marketing in the beginning, really bad, but we've already killed that narrative. I do love how Sony kills the fanboy narrative themselves. It's always hilarious, but um, it's just one of those things. Like now they're probably kind of kicking themselves, not thinking of like maybe a, a little less powerful, you know, iteration like Xbox did. I think, you know, series S is quietly going to be in more homes than Indeed. people even realize. I've met a lot of people recently that have like, dude, like I just picked it up. I was just like, it's three hundred dollars. Why not? I got Game Pass for three months or a buck, so I paid plus tax and I paid three fifty for this console. And you know, man, it it runs really good. It's way better than the the original, you know, Xbox One or the, even the One X. And I was like, yeah, I know. I we try to tell people this, like you know, the, the thing is is a powerful little machine and it does the job. And and I think you know, as people start realizing, hey, I can't get that PS5 or that Series X, they're gonna grab that Series S because of the price point. So, you know, PlayStation right now is in a rock and a hard place. They didn't think of this. They didn't, you know, and and who's to say that you know they're not thinking of it now? But you know, then they're like, hey, we're gonna come out with the digital and and the you know the regular. They're gonna be the same power. And, you know, that $100, I guess, means more in, in the fact that you can't get them. <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't have, you know, the chipsets and everything are, are far, far higher than what a Series S needs. And that's probably why Xbox is pumping them out. So, you know, this, this is where, when are we going to get out of this? Hopefully next year. I'm not going to hold my breath at this point because it was, it was supposed to be this year. So <laughs> it's one of those things, it, you know, it's you got to get the consoles out there. You have 100 million already out there. You got to release these games on PlayStation 4. And, you know, it's the right move at the end of the day. Yeah. Yep. And I absolutely agree. And I, and I think that uh, I, I think the only holdup here uh, and this has been a big problem for Sony in their PR department. I don't know if they're ever going to uh, walk back this. Mm -hmm. um i i'm hoping at some point sony understands that um l making your fan base pay a ten dollar fee for an upgrade on onto your playstation 5 for their first party is a mistake i i, I do really hope that yep. they, they they learn from the bad pr that that i mean because again it, these companies make moves based on their competitors reaction. Sony still hasn't learned that when Microsoft puts out a game and it's coming on to the Xbox, uh, you know, it, it's releasing on Xbox. If you buy it on when you have an only you only have an Xbox one, the minute you put it on your Xbox series, whatever, it gets the bump. And all it, all, all, all it costs you is you taking the time and effort to push the download button. Oh, boop, there you go. You did it. I'm hoping that if this turns out to be. One of those moves that Sony uh, feels was the right call, and a lot of their games that uh, some that are announced and some maybe that aren't announced do wind up relatively releasing on a multitude of SKUs, meaning the PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five, that they won't punish their players that couldn't get the PlayStation Five settled for a PlayStation Four, and then of course now got somehow got their hands on one and want to upgrade, and it's. That ten dollar cause is is I understand silly. The business. It is silly though, Joe. It's silly. It is. It is. And uh, just just to point this out, this comes from Game Informer, uh, by the way. Uh, and uh, shout out to Benji Sales who who sent it our way. Um, they talked about God of War on PC, and apparently all around Sony Studios, they they all wanted 
the the pc option someone and wrote that actually in the chat highlander zero double zero one he actually said barlog says playstation studios themselves told sony that they wanted their games on pc yep nice. so again they they see that there's money there oh um, a lot of money being left PC on the growing table, dude. yeah it's it, <laughs> it, it makes it, it's, it, if you yeah. think about it, it's a double hype right you get the old game on PC where you were never... If you didn't have PlayStation, you were never able to play this game. Now you have a whole new demographic playing this game. And then you have Valhalla coming out. Yeah. yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So Indeed. what happens? Yeah. You got a whole new set of people hyped up. They're going to... You know, you get them to shift over to the console. It's just, it's just one of those things that, that people forget. You know, when you do this stuff... Uh, what happens when they do certain movies? They re-release some some of uh, the older movies to get you hyped up again. Oh, this is the new extended director's cut, part two. Da 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 da. Here's the new movie. Yeah, dude, one hundred percent. You 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 are one hundred percent onto something there, Dreadpool. Um, I I personally think that this was some short sightedness of Sony, uh, not reading the room correctly because PC. Listen, if you take all of Nintendo, all of Sony, and all of Xbox, guess what? You probably have a quarter of the people playing on PC. It's a monster market. It's why, and it's and again, it's 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 it's. I, I don't want to get too much into it because we do have a big topic to get to. Microsoft was crucified for this. Oh, we're going to PC. Plenty of plenty. I'm not going to mention his name. He got thrown under the bus by publicly by Phil Spencer. Not gonna say who it is. No one. I know about, who you're talking about. No one knows about. <laughs> Starts with a C and goes with a G. Yeah. I, but I'll I'll leave it at that. Let your imaginations yeah. run wild. And Phil, back then, this is 2014, folks. We're talking yeah. about. They they had seen that PC is a, a viable source of income, and that's why you're getting everything. But listen, um. Two things before we get uh, before we move on to topic number uh, three, and it's the big topic of the show. I'm seeing a lot of new faces here, and I absolutely want to say welcome with open arms. Uh, this is a, a a show. This is a channel that is inclusive, not exclusive. Everyone is welcome, regardless of console, regardless of whatever else in the, that separates us in this world. And we know that people still separate people for whatever reasons that that's not that's not done on this channel so if you're new welcome um folks i am 618 subscribers from 10k that is i'm getting goosebumps talking about it 618 is nothing it it, 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 it is something because it's keeping me from 10k <laughs> so i can't say that but if you're new and you're enjoying the banter if you're enjoying the chat which is the best chat and it's policed by the some of the best modders in the business, one being Lethal Papa, who continues to just be awesome. I mean, what could you say? The guy mods a thousand people's shows, and he's here, and I'm very, very fortunate to have him here. So if you're new, please consider subscribing. We got 310 people on a Friday morning, a lot of new faces. Please help me get to that, that, that 10K. I want to join the ranks of my brothers over at the iron lords i want to join the ranks of xbox era and so many others that saw the 10k mark last year i want to hit it before the first quarter of 2022 and you can help me do that but let's get into topic number three and folks this is it, it hurts this one uh and obviously by the advertising we all know 
that one of uh, the biggest uh, games that were expected to release uh, in the beginning of this year, in the spring of this year, has in fact been delayed. And of course, I'm talking about Stalker 2. Uh, this is being developed by a very, very small team. This is not the first delay that has come across the bow. This is now the second big one. And it's so big that it's going to take them seven more months to release this game. And it's big for a multitude of reasons. One, it is, as we have heard, this has not been confirmed. It is currently a timed exclusive. Now, we don't know that Microsoft doesn't on the back end offer some more monies to make it a permanent exclusive. We don't know any of those dealings, but it was uh, uh, um, uh, put out there that it was, in fact, it's an exclusive. It is launching into Xbox Game Pass day and date. It is using the Unreal Engine 5, which is dope, but I want to read the press release that comes from... Uh, this this is this is directly from CS uh, GSC Game World. This is from their team, and this is the exact press release that broke my heart. It says this: Stalkers, we have made a decision to postpone the release of Stalker Two: Heart of Chernobyl to December eighth. 2022 these additional seven months of development are needed to fulfill our vision and and achieve the desired state of the game stalker 2 is uh uh, i'm sorry uh, state of the game stalker 2 is the biggest project in the history of gsc and it requires thorough testing and polishing we are convinced that development should take as long as necessary, I agree 100%, especially in the case of such a project. This decision is not is not an easy one, but we are doing the best possible to deliver you a game that can live up to uh, the expectations. With more information, updates, showcases coming soon, we have an exciting and important year ahead. Thank you for your patience and understanding with complete love. The GSC Game World team. Now, Joe, I, I, I'll go to you first. You are a special guest. This is—it's uh, heartbreaking for me personally because I. This is a game that I really wanted to play. Uh, it is. It was. I mean, it's still releasing in 2022, but of course, at the the end of the year, um, this was going to be a big Game Pass game in the spring couple of questions for you one what are your thoughts on the delay me me personally and i'm gonna do something nerdy here folks oh yeah i'm gonna do something very nerdy i'm going to bring up the godfather of gaming mr miyamoto if you don't know who he is he is uh has been an influence in so many developers lives specifically that have worked with him and have grown up Reading this quote and understanding, and as I quote, this is what he said many, 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 many moons ago, a delayed game is eventually good, but a rushed game is forever bad. And again, what could you say about the godfather of gaming? It is a quote that everyone uses constantly. I wish, uh, I think if he, he, the fact that he's not getting a dollar every time someone says it almost is a crime in itself. Um, But it is a truth. Uh, Joe, Development mm-hmm. is tough. Development during a pandemic, well, even tougher, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but 
this is a game that was uh, on Microsoft's short list of being important to Xbox Game Pass, important to the platform because it was a timed exclusive. Are you disappointed that they that, that they need these additional seven months, man? That's a lot. I mean, this is not a thirty day delay or sixty or sixty yeah. days. This is a seven month delay, dude. Like, wow. What What are your thoughts? First of many, and expect many more. <laughs> yeah, dude. I think you're onto something. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, we, we did like the predictions on the trophy room this week, uh, and you know, the question was, how many games do you think are going to get delayed? Um, whether it's outside of 2022 or, you know, inside 2022, Kyle said, and I thought it was a very conservative number four. I go anywhere upwards of eight. <laughs> I think we're going to see a lot of games being pushed back to 2023 for one reason or the other. And it's yet again, the global situation that we find ourselves in, we're really now truly seeing it. Um, at its more at so, its you're fervent. hearing about it like more and more developers are talking about how difficult it is to go from in person development to hey, I'm working with Johnny O that lives on the other side of the world, and we're still trying to figure out how to get that done. Yeah, like, like, even when it comes to like the February games that we're all excited for, I remember like a week or two back, there was murmurings of one of these games getting pushed back a couple of weeks. Um, because again, like towards the end of development and the beginning of development are usually the hardest parts and you need that communication there. Yeah. And when it's all done through zoom, it's, it's, um, Not the same. it's difficult. It's yeah. very difficult. So yeah, I ex expect more of this and just be happy with what you got. You know, February, it's, all those games are safe. That'll come out this year for sure. You know, you got Horizon. You got the Elden Ring to look forward to. Dying Light's 500 hours. All right, you're going to be fine. <laughs> so when it comes to, when it comes to this game, I, I didn't really have hope. Not hope, sorry, hype uh, for it. Um, it just doesn't look like my game. But they need more time. They need more time. And, you know, the only thing Xbox can do is is is... They do have now a lull, it's seemingly, um, from now till Starfield. And how do they they fill well, that is, lull? This is this is a mirror that's, image. That's uh, that's Joe. the exciting part. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, it's a mirror image of what happened last year. Microsoft kind of started out a little slow. Uh, the first five and a half months was a uh, was 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 a little. I don't want to say rocky because they had a lot of uh, Game Pass titles that kind of pulled that they pulled some of the stress off of not having those first party games. We have Redfall releasing. I believe that's going to come in the summer. So that's closer to that six month <laughs> mark. Me. I believe it's July. Um, you have obviously Starfield, the big bomb. That's going to be, I, I believe that's on par for a uh, holiday. I think we're going to get a chance to see it at E3. And then we're going to get an official release date from God Howard. Um, I think that the, the, uh, the team that's going to be delivering the, uh, the next motorsport is going to have a lot to show. I believe that is also, I, I'm, again, this is just my opinion, I think October that we get that, again, second half of the year. We also have Deathloop coming the second half of the year because, again, you know, I know people are going to be something, it came out in the PlayStation 5, sucks. Listen, there are a lot of people, I'm fortunate, I have I have a PlayStation 5, so I bought it there. I played it, and it's freaking awesome, man. If you have a PS5, you could probably pick it up for 30 bucks. Go get Absolutely. that game. Absolutely. Um, 
But if you want to wait for Game Pass, which I don't blame you if you do, it's going to come in the second half of the year because of that one year exclusivity. So we're going to be waiting for you know some first party stuff. But that doesn't mean that yeah. there's not going to be some big um, titles being in there in Game Pass that will be considered by many. Well, that's exclusive because I don't got to pay anything to get it. And people yeah. still, you know, st- people still correlate free with the $15 a month because it kind of does feel that way. There's there's free marketing behind Game Pass where like, you know, uh, I'm going to be real as rain with you. How many of us remember Outriders much? But Outriders was big in the moment. Yes. Right? And it was, um, it, yeah. it, 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 what they did with that game is they pulled a Sony, Joe. Yeah. Destiny. What the marketing was so fierce and so tenacious that it felt like a PlayStation exclusive. I had friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's on PlayStation only. Uh, no, it's not. And you had to school people. Well, yeah. Outriders, it did release on a PlayStation. It absolutely did. But people, it got all the hype because it was surprising that it jumped into Xbox yeah. Game Pass. And now take a look at like January, right? Like in all the games that are coming out here, you got, dude, you got a Mass Effect trilogy right yeah, or legendary whatever i know it came out last year but that's three amazing games there for free 99 it seems like right <laughs> and then you got hitman the hitman trilogy and January in retrospect 20th. holy cow yeah, Joe. yeah which dude. everybody you need to play this game in you know if if you look at it in the most objective way you're like it's not the biggest deal in the world because like I literally got Hitman one and two for about 15 bucks on, on the PSN sale last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. But when you take a look at like Hitman three, which is a stellar game and its predecessor. So you could get caught up to it. That's hundreds of hours of content, hundreds of hours. I put 120 hours in a Hitman three alone wow. and there was not a dull moment for me. That's what you're going to probably see Xbox do through this first half as we approach closer to Starfield. Because I think Starfield is the most definitive one that's coming out this year, right? That I I don't think a delay is coming for that game or who knows, right? Or or I'm most confident. So like, yeah, I I think this is a year and, and it goes to San for Sony. This is a year delays. You know, Sony sees, you know, God of War Ragnarok. They want this game to come out this year. But if it slips, they're going to have that Last of Us remake that are for people that are watching the HBO show. Yeah, so, good point, dude. Great point. Yeah. You know, these companies are prepared to flip on a dime um, depending on the circumstances. So well, with, with, with PlayStation specifically, it, let's say, for instance, for shits and giggles, that God yeah. of War is in a, in a position where... Well, do we release it and patch it, or do we do what Sony does best and release a masterpiece? And I believe that they're like, well, we'll release it in March of twenty three, and it's and it's a big one, right? And if they and that's the thing with Sony, like they they they're having a what's what happened with Microsoft last year, where they had all these big games that were delayed from the year before. They all came at once, right? And they were, I mean, they they had the most. Uh, they were Microsoft Game Studios was highest awarded studio of 2021. If, you, if folks, if you didn't know that, yes, they, they won all those awards. Well, Sony is in a position where the Last of Us remake that's been going on for quite some time, and they if if they and, and we've heard that they're done, they're they're just polishing right now. If God of War, let's say, slips, well, they just take God of War out and they put 
Last of Us Squares in there, and they add factions, which you're going to charge $70 for, which is, I want to punch Sony, but that's probably what you're going to get in the package. You're going to get factions, and you're going to get the Last of Us remake. Did they just take out one piece? They put another one in. Yeah. It's 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 all about maneuvering, and yeah. and these companies have the money to maneuver, depending. And on that's it. why Microsoft has specifically, thanks to Jeffy Grub Grub, uh, uh, who informed us that they have billions with a B and an S set mm-hmm. aside for these uh, Game Pass deals that are going to uh, take the place early in 2022 of major exclusive first party exclusives that they can hey guess what hey we're all, get game pass over here oh and by the way you can get an s there you go. and 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 that's the thing too um a lot of these games that are you know popular but like let's just say let's just say elden ring happens let's just say let's get crazy let's put I, the crazy I, by the way on. i i did an x vlog episode 11 yesterday oh. late in the afternoon yeah and elden ring in game pass is the topic okay. of discussion and i broke down why it should happen uh-huh. and why it should be priority for phil spencer and company well yeah so like let's take a look at that and then after that you go check out moon's video like <laughs> from's gonna need that check they're going to need that money because the one thing that from software does is print cash. It's why they don't need, they, they don't put their games on, on any service because their games have just the tales of a lifetime. It, it's, it's kind of like the, the Nintendo equivalent. Uh, that's how popular and legendary and, and renowned those games are. Well, I mean, Joe, but, to your, to your point, uh, if you didn't know, uh, yeah. Dark Souls three, they were announced last year, 10 million copies sold. Nuts. Not shipped. So, so yeah, like, it, you know, they're, they'll, you know, let's just say Microsoft rolls the red carpet out for them. They're like, whatever sales we're going to miss from day one to day 90, whatever, however long this tale is, pay us. And yes. hey, it's a, it's I, a I huge game. Down, dude, I, 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 I put uh amy hood on the side for uh for 24 hours i said amy go have a vacation take it easy and i (laughs) took over for her and i was wearing the cfo cap yesterday during the video and i broke down the check that i would write and how many downloads would i include a bonus afterwards it's it's a really well thought out video one of my favorites that i did because i think they have a real shot on doing it and x vlog uh the x vlog project is something that i started this year uh it's vod uh content it's not live and people are really digging it so i'm very proud of what i did and joe thank you for uh for that because it led into me uh, selling my own brand um, but listen, love what you bring. Synergy. To yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, that's why you could tell we we're brothers. We're brothers. We're not really brothers, but we're brothers. <laughs> Fuzzy, let's get your opinion on this. Um, Stalker 2 delayed uh, and not delayed in a way that you're like, oh, OK, well, I can wait uh, 30 days or I can wait yeah. a month or a month and a half. Wow. We're getting a seven month delay. But I, I, I have to say that, you know, uh, this falls into something that I have coined, and someone's going to take it and by all means use it. I'm calling it the Halo Infinite effect. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that because Halo Infinite, uh, yes, it is missing co-op. Yes, it is missing Forge. But God damn it, that single player and multiplayer are fantastic. And they're good. And they're, I would even dare say they're great because of the delay. Yeah. Now, what we heard with Starfield was Starfield could have shipped last year. 
But God Howard, this is something that he's been working on for two decades. If you didn't know, it's just a 20-year game that he's been writing and keeping in his little book that I would love to get a look at and see what, what, what ideas are in there. And he wants this to release on the new engine, perfect. And they're getting almost 12 months of polish to a game. Now, you take this game, for instance. Again, it, I think it's falling into the conversation of the Halo Infinite effect. Yes, is a delay hurtful? Sure. But when this game launches and it is the final project that uh, a product that that team, that small team wanted, it is going to be one of those games that in many circles, not many so much the game awards because it's coming out a little bit late, but mm-hmm. the the gaming media may be like, wow, this is definitely game of the year material. What, what are your thoughts on the delay? Well, I, I'm, I was real excited for this thing to come out. And uh, I guess I was, April was the original timeframe they looked at, but you know the delay, like you said, that quote earlier. It's it's better for them to do that than to have you know like a, a you know Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven deal. Although I think this one is just strictly geared for the next generation consoles. I might be wrong on that. Uh, it might be just Series X and S and uh, PC only. But uh, still, it's better for them to take the time to bring it to the vision that they originally in uh, you know came up with for this game. But um, on Microsoft's end, they have a lot of options that they can kind of slot in. And there's one that we kind of talked about prior, like on previous green rooms where um, Age of Empires definitely seems like it's going to be something that comes to console uh, probably sooner rather than later. And I kind of I wouldn't be surprised oh, if it takes its place. Yeah, I, I kind of think that 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 may was the window that they were going to, you know, announce that or or release that on console and. Who knows that might get bumped up to April to kind of fit in. Um, but with a lot of other games, like you have, although I'm not sure the timing on Suicide Squad or uh, Arkham Knights or anything along those lines, those might be other games that they they look to, you know, put like day and date and game pass. I am I- hearing Arkham Knights. To yeah. be honest with you, I have heard from a particular source uh, that Arkham Knights is a real possibility, if not already done. Yeah. And then you have like Dying Light, which we know that they've put some money into the studio and 50 million. It, it just seems like it's it's a it would be a perfect timing fit fit. But it that being February, you, like uh, uh, Babbitt was saying, you're going to have plenty of time. So any gaps in in the lineup as far as ha- not having something to play the 500 hours. Hey, just explore more on the map, explore more in the world, fall into a lot more of the side story and. You, you won't miss the month of April at all, especially when you got like so many other games to play. You got, you know, Horizon out there around that time and stuff like, well, coming out in February, but people are still going to be probably, you know, 100% now or trying to get their platinum for that one. But uh, on the Xbox side of things, I think this is where kind of like you said, mirror image of uh, 2021, lean on third parties, you know, get some surprises in there day and date on Game Pass. And I think that'll keep, you know, the Xbox uh, Xbox ecosystem pretty happy, but sad to see, but you know, it's for the better. I, I much rather it be, you know, bug free or as close to bug free as possible, as opposed to, man, this is a great looking game. Looks awesome. But it uh, just falls under. Bugs right. are, yeah. yeah. Like the ascent was kind of that thing where it was like, play it solo. Oh, it was awesome. Looks awesome. Still to this day, looks awesome. But that multiplayer, in, not in every case, but in some cases, it just seemed like, oh, yeah, this 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 ain't it. 
So, um, yeah, the, the extra time to polish is, is, you know, definitely for the best. We see it in a lot of these games that have gotten delays, except for Cyberpunk. But, you know, that that's that's more so the board than I think the dev team <laughs> the, on that one. But that's a whole nother story. But, yeah. Also, just quick aside, I, I, I just I'm looking at a Sunset Overdrive to gift from shinobi if playstation wants to win 2022 as you guys know i don't believe in winning a year but mm-hmm. um i i will make an exception here if they put sunset overdrive <laughs> on playstation it's done <laughs> wrap well, it up I, you know what put I, the I'll xbox in the coffin it's over yeah no no I, I'll, I'll say this um i first of all i absolutely expect that sunset overdrive remake hd PS5 version is releasing. I, I I think that's that's a done deal. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, I mean like well, first of all, let's welcome in BitCloud Gaming, and we just happen to be talking about uh, the, uh, Insomnia Games, who is also rumored to be working on a remake or remaster of Resistance, our favorite game. That's another one of my top fives of PlayStation Three. Absolutely loved it. Uh, I listen. Why why wouldn't you put a Sunset Overdrive remake? That could be done by a small team. That could be done. Hey, guys, listen, you know, we're going to make an HD version of PlayStation 5. Sure, I'll get on that project. And and they put a a team of 20, 30, 40 people into that, and they make that game. It's not, it's not, to to do an HD uh, port would not be hard for the team over at Somniac. And it would be, oh my God, killer news. I wouldn't say killer, like somehow Microsoft's going to fall off the map. They have a lot going on, but. You know that that was a that was an exclusive, and you know what? Hey, I'll say this. I'll say this. If you are a, a, an Xbox guy or gal, and you didn't support this, well, that's the reason why this game is going to be on PlayStation Five. Because I, if I was PlayStation, I would be. I'd stick the dagger in even deeper. And you didn't support. I supported it. I beat that game. Did you beat yeah. the game? I bought an Xbox for that goddamn game. Well, there you go. Yeah. There, there you go. Uh, Big Club, before we get you in, we get get you on in here. Let's get Fuzzy Belvedere. Uh, we just talked Fuzzy. I'm sorry. Let's get Dreadpool into the conversation. Uh, Dread, the 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 delay of Stalker Two. I mean, it's it's. I think I think it might have caught Microsoft a little bit flat footed because I think that they because they they've talked about this coming out in Xbox Game Pass. It's their it well it was their big game for April. We are still in January, so they can pivot. And make uh, an, another game, you know, that they dropped the money on that Jeff Grubb talked about them having a set aside specifically for these deals and make a big deal for the replacement of this while this comes out in December. What are your thoughts on the delay? Are, are you disappointed? Well, anybody's disappointed when it comes to something that they're looking forward to that gets pushed back. You know what I mean? At, at the same time, you have to be a realist and realize that. Yeah. Do you want this game to come out? I mean, we, we talked about Halo, right? I would have taken Halo the way they showed it just because I wanted Halo that bad. How many times have I said I wanted Star Wars? Give me the or a remake of the original NES or Super Nintendo uh, versions of Star Wars. You know, just put those out there and bring them up. You know, I didn't care because I wanted something, right? But at the same time, what did we get with Halo? What did we get with uh, uh, last uh, the uh, the Jedi one that just came out. Oh, uh, Jedi Fallen, Fallen Order? Order? Yeah, Fallen Order. So, what you know, we got good games, you know, but had we had we had gotten what we wanted right away, what we would have gotten, crap. You know, yeah. so it's, it's one of those things. It's like, 
let's let them make the best game that they can make. And if they have to push it back, let them push it back, right? Indeed. We'll, we'll actually yeah. be happier in the long run. You know, we would have been happy to get those games at that point in time, but how truly would we be happy and for how long? You know, now we can actually enjoy the game, enjoy the vision that they wanted for their game. You know, so we need to uh, remember that just because we want it now doesn't mean it's going to happen now, right? We're in the age of, I want it yesterday. It should have been here yesterday. You know, everything <laughs> should have been done yesterday. But for me to do anything, it, it'll be some someday tomorrow or in the future. Give me a couple of weeks. You know what I mean? But we want everything else, everybody else to do it yesterday. Mm. Um, so when it, when it comes to this, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a disappointment. But at the same time, like I said, realization, you know, let them make the game. Um, and at the same time, when you look at it, how many other games does Microsoft have or Xbox have in, in the works that were being basically polished, right? We're just going to let this one sit for another year. We'll polish it. We won't even announce it and let them, you know, hey, you know what? Uh, how close are we to finishing polishing that mirror that we've been shining in the shoe? Yeah. You know, so mm -hmm. all, all the military guys that know about shoe shines. Yeah. Unfortunately, about. I do. <laughs> right. So so everybody knows that there, there's a difference between shiny and a mirror polish on leather. There's, yep. there's not hard nothing. to do but ps by the way <laughs> yes hard to really do. That, hard to do and that's and that's just with the shoe polish no cheating no floor shine. no cheating no that's i uh, i've worked hours on on my boots hours it's right just a, a scene <laughs> obscene amount of time but yeah but, no you're, you're absolutely right uh I, I i think you're onto something we've seen more times than not an xbox or a playstation or even a nintendo game come out and just be on the cusp of being wow, that should be game of the year, uh, you know, worthy. And it falls right on. And you're like, you know, it would have been there if this, you know, I wasn't falling through the, uh, through the, you know, the game. Or I didn't walk through a wall. Or I'm getting, you know, eaten by a monster through a door, right? And so, how, yeah. yeah. And how many games have been fixed afterwards when, they, when they've had bad launches, right? Oh, and who's yeah. still playing them? That's, right? yep, there you go. You, you, lost, you lost that momentum. And you don't want that. You, you want to have that good momentum and a good memory for a lot of people because a lot of people are like, yeah, I played it, but have you played it now? Now it's a year later, and they've like cleaned it up. They fixed mm. all these issues. They've they don't done play this, it. They've done nope. that, and it's like, nah, I've got no interest. I've already moved on. Yeah, you don't want to do that. I absolutely agree, Crispy Bomb. Let's get your opinion on this, brother. Uh, you know, big big miss for Microsoft, or will they just uh, you know pivot like they do, give them the time to fix this game, make it the best game it could be, and then somehow replace it with something big that may not have been on the table initially. You know, I, I look at this and I say, what is going on in the background? Because I feel like. Somebody from Microsoft went over there and said, wow, this game's really good. Can we make it look even better? Is yeah, that maybe. possible? Because, um, you know, if it's UE5, this thing's kind of just launching. You know what I mean? So I think there's a lot of tool sets that they might not even have yet, you know, still. Because they, they've kind of just trickled this thing out. And now it's, you know, kind of become like a standard. And it's like, well, let's just make this game be as incredible as possible. Because seven months, that's that's a long time for a yeah. delay, especially when it was supposed to release soon. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things. It's like if the game launches like almost perfection, looks even better than what we saw in some of the trailers, 
I, I think people are going to have nothing to say about it. If it releases with some kind of issues, there's going to be a problem because you already delayed seven months. Yeah. So you look at right now, I'd say if Microsoft's going to throw a bag of money, throw it at a tech land and get Dying Light 2 in there. Indeed. Um, yep. You know, that will consume people. And if you haven't played Dying Light 1, you can go and play that. And that game is absolutely, it's it's an amazing it's game. It's still an amazing experience. Yeah. And this one. It's hell, by the way. <laughs> Oh yeah, it can, and, and I'll tell you some of the parkour Don't go stuff. Out at night. Well, and, and some of the parkour stuff as well, like because you're you're going against the light, like dude. You, sometimes you got to get to this spot. You know, there's a ton of stuff you need, and you get up there, and it turns dark, and then uh, I forget what the hell they're called, but they come out, and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, you're, you're sitting there. Like, you you, you really turn are. into it's like I, I, I got caught up on the um the 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 bridge. <laughs> the bridge up there at night and they, they all came out and I'm sitting there in a the corner right off the the edge of the bridge. And, and one, like I was just sitting there still eventually one saw me and then I fell off the bridge and died. And I'm like, <laughs> once I saw those red eyes, I noped the hell out of that game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That, that game is terrifying. And you know something, look again, this is, we've been hearing at the couple times we said it during the show. We know for a fact, and, and I went looking for it. I could not find who said that, but I know that they injected $50 million into Techland to help them finish this game. And I say they, I'm talking about Microsoft. So I, I, I'm i assuming, and of course I can make an ass out of myself by saying so, it would make sense, dollars and cents, which is what we're talking about, that Microsoft said, hey, listen, we're going to, here's 50, $50 million, folks. I don't have $50 in my pocket right now. $50 million <laughs> is a lot of money. If they did, in fact, do that, yeah, it would make perfect sense that one of the stipulations in this, hey, here's a bag of money. This will help you finish this. This is delay number five. Take your time with it. Game Pass day and date. It, it almost makes sense, right? It, it almost makes too and much have, sense. Um, and you even have the Ubisoft plot, whatever they're going to do there. Yes, you know that's true. Well, so, you have Instraction. Uh, is, is Instraction this month or is it next month? I think it's next month. Uh, so it is. It is February. Yeah, they could have a monster February. Uh, and, and oh, Rainbow Six. Yeah, that's that's like in a week, I think. Oh my god! So it's this. Yeah. Show? Okay, wow, man. They have, yeah, January is serious. <laughs> Still not preloaded. That game does not look. I'm going to give it the old college effort because I don't have to. I don't. I would not spend seventy bucks on the game, and I'm not saying. Well, here's the thing: they even they dropped that game to forty bucks, like back in November. Oh yeah. So they're just like, listen, please, and and if you're a Rainbow Six Siege player, you get like all the people unlocked already. Yeah. They um, they they, um, they're desperate for people to play this game. It's January twentieth. Oh, there you January go, right along with Hitman. Yeah. Gee whiz, we're talking about yeah. yeah. Play Hitman instead, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm a Hitman stand. Go, go get that game. Yeah, yeah. January twentieth, all three, and definitely play three. I only put a couple hours into it, and it was so freaking good. It was gorgeous. What, what, Dude, a, what the what mansion? Just kiss. The just one in uh, the one, I believe it was in India. The floor, the marble flooring, you could see mm -hmm. your face in it. It was just, it's just bonkers. It just, yeah. just absolutely bonkers. But BitCloud Gaming, first of all, brother, welcome to the party, bro. How the heck are you? You are muted, and we don't hear you, brother. I don't understand what happened. <laughs> muted, sir. Yeah, well, you're muted somewhere. You're not muted here, but you're muted somewhere. 
How about now? There you go. Now we yeah. got you in on the conversation, brother. Well, first of all, welcome. Hopefully, everyone is well at home. Which is, uh, <laughs> yeah, don't even sweat it, dude. As we get everyone out of here, we have 325 people here still, which is pretty damn awesome. What are your thoughts on the delay of um, uh, of, of Stalker 2? Uh, again, big, big game releasing for Xbox. As, as It is an exclusive. It is an Xbox Game Pass day and date. Do you think Microsoft is going to pivot and use some of these millions, or I should say billions that they have set aside to potentially get another game in its place for April? Uh, you would hope so. I mean, nobody likes to see something get delayed, especially with... Uh... Even Joe said it when we were talking in the DM. It's not really the craziest, like, luxurious year in terms of content. It's pretty dry, if you think about it, if it actually doesn't uh, drop. So I would say, yeah, it would be smart to get some kind of deal, get something to happen. This is what I said. Again, like, a lot of people get mad when we bring this up. But it, it's it's they should be in the conversation when it comes to other means. You know what I mean? Like, Sony has superhero games. Where's Microsoft's superhero games, you know, yeah. to fill the void? They really need to be in more conversations of that particular sort. I mean, granted, we got third-party games like Dying Light 2 dropping. We got a lot of other stuff to look forward to. But, you know, in terms of your first party it is kind of like a light year. It's yeah, light, it's a light yeah. year. It's very, yeah. It's like it. A lot of people are saying like, well, maybe 2023 is their year. I mean, granted, that's a fair assessment. We could say, like, let's say they probably have something more for 2023, like a vowed, for example, that might drop in 2023. Yeah. Let's say, uh, if the, Stalker, yeah, let's, yeah. yeah, there you go. Let's say if Stalker two does get delayed to 2023, then you have Stalker two for 2023. Yeah. But also you got to also think about what Sony has in 2023. What does Sony have? Sony has one massive hitter that just can't be touched at this point. And that's Spider-Man. Spider-Man yeah, dude, yeah, that's a, that's a big, that's one. A yep, big deal. Everybody saw the Venom reveal. Yeah, the Venom reveal by itself is going to guarantee that game is going to sell on I, I par, like Venom, if not more. Brother, but the, the, for me, the reveal was Craven. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. That, that, I, yeah, I like, I love Venom, but the Craven one was like, oh man, now we're talking. And a lot of people don't even caught on to that. They don't even know who that was. I'm like, they that's, don't that's, know. That's on the MCU yeah. fans. Now. How did you miss that? You know, it's like. Yeah. That was well, blatant. a lot of people were saying it was somebody else. I'm sitting going, guys, no. dude. The minute I heard the, the accent, I was like, that's freaking Craven. That's Craven the Hunter. Yeah, yeah. if it ain't Craven the Hunter, I'll be blown away that that's not Craven Hunter, but that's Craven Hunter. And um, the way the MCU set up, we're about to see him sooner than we expect. If you uh, if you've been watching the MCU movies lately, I don't yeah. know if you guys saw the new Spider Man movie, fantastic. But a lot of a lot of hints. It's, it's yeah. great. It's, it's great. So yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Is it like a bad bad deal for Microsoft? Like, are they hurting? Nah, I don't want to say that. I think they would be fine. But it is again, like we always say, it's mis- it's unfortunate that we're not yeah. going to get the game on the day. But as as history has proven, a delayed game, you know, that works is yeah. better than a game that's rushed and doesn't work. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I'm it's, 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 you, you want the game to be Red. memorable. You yeah. don't want it to be forgettable for bugs. That's what you don't want. Well, well, I don't even want to say you want to be memorable. You want to be memorable for the right reasons. I'll say that. Yeah, Not memorable for the wrong. Because yeah. look at Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk by itself hurt a lot of the reputation of CD Projekt Red. Mm-hmm. You don't want that for Stalker too. So no, especially because they're a lot smaller team than uh, CD Projekt oh, yeah. Red for Absolutely. sure. And that's all the reason why they should take their time and make yeah. sure the game works. And they said that the game could look better. You see, I think you guys said Unreal Engine 5. If it's Unreal Engine 5, it is I, want them to take, I want them to take their time on this because Unreal Engine 5 has been blowing me away with every single thing that we've been seeing for it. You know, I'm still waiting to see what gears are going to look like on Unreal Engine 5. 
We see what Hellblade 2 looks like. It looks fantastic. We seen that game, uh, Wukong Black Myth. Oh, Still waiting on that. So Still cool. waiting on that. That <laughs> looks amazing. There's a lot of crazy stuff that we're seeing with, with Unreal Engine 5, and it's really, like, it really does make you go, damn, you know what? What else you got? You know, I mean, like, what, what else could you possibly do uh, with this engine? And it's it's really, really good, the scalability. So, yeah, so. absolutely. Listen, folks, that's going to be the show for today. We're closing in on the two-hour mark. Hopefully, this started off your Friday on the correct foot. Last Super Chat of the day comes to us from a very good friend, generous friend of the program, Chaos Might, drops a five-hour Super Chat and says, Xbox will roll this generation like a snowball. It'll start out small, and it'll be huge by the end of the generation with all of its Studios, indeed, I 100% agree. But let's get to the outros, and we're gonna start first with my brother making his grandest return. Um, he hit me up in a DM, and I was so happy to have him here today, Mr. Bad Bit. By all means, sell your brand, tell everyone about the trophy room, and more importantly, that monster interview that you have coming, man. Because holy crap, it's a big one, especially oh, yeah. if you played uh, Marvel's the guardians of the galaxy uh Ooh. my god what a great game i'm playing through it now i just got up to the uh, part with cosmo um and yeah, cosmo freaking awesome but yeah, i yeah. just talk about it joe talk about it. yeah i am super super proud of uh this week's episode of the trophy room which y'all should check out um it is what i envision the show being when i when i think about it in my head and um you know john uh, reached out to us back in December. He's like, I want to be on this show. And uh, John McLaren, he is the voice of Star-Lord uh, in the Guardians of the Galaxy awesome. game. And we had an amazing 45-minute conversation that y'all could check out this week uh, on the Trophy Room. And when we say we have even bigger guests somehow lined up, we have bigger guests even lined up. And it's no slouch. It, what tremendous insight <laughs> from him. What he is such an incredibly humble uh, human. And let me tell you something. We interviewed him literally the day after they won big at the the game award. So it was it was an awesome conversation. Y'all should check out again the trophy room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. Where each and every Thursday, me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. And yeah, man, it's it's been a it's been a busy couple of months but uh it's awesome to finally have some time to sit down with y'all talk about games and uh yeah be be on the lookout at mr Badbit as well for some big news in the coming weeks personal wise so yes looking forward to that, for that. yeah 100 yeah, I, I know but i can't tell uh but yes <laughs> very 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 excited yeah. for that Fuzzy Belvedere, brother, thank you so much for becoming a part of the Breakfast with Boom crew on a weekly basis. Love the energy and information and, of course, history that you bring with you. Tell everyone where they could check you out on other programs. Tell them about your personal YouTube channel and where could people reach out to you on social media? Well, it's so awesome being here with you guys. Thank you so much for having me. It's always uh, great to you know, talk about our favorite hobby here. And it's great to have Mr. Badbit back here as well. Uh, for those that want to see my ramblings about various video games, particularly Forza and, and uh, as of late, Insurgency Sandstorm, you can find me on Twitter at Fuzzy underscore Belvedere. Uh, just search Fuzzy uh, Belvedere pretty much anywhere, YouTube, Instagram. 
you'll be able to find me. Uh, you can also find me on Mondays with Mav on Fun Speculations channel doing tidbits where we go over the uh, weekend re uh, game releases. You can also uh, find me on Saturdays at FSP at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Fun Speculation channel with uh, Mav and Just Gaming Key. And then later that night, you can catch me with uh, PTK Blam, Pong Soul, and Centurion1307 on the Shop Podcast, uh, where we just talk shop on gaming in general. And always look forward to being here on Friday mornings with you guys. It's a good way to get the weekend started of gaming. So glad to be with you guys. Thank you so much. Wow, thank you, brother. And Dreadpool, by all means, sell your brand, brother. Talk about breaking bread with Dread, your YouTube channel, and where can people reach out to you on social media? Well, first of all, we got to thank the chat for everybody that came in, all the newcomers that have uh, been popping up. Uh, you guys have been great. We had three today. and a quarter here, man. The max, yeah. max stats. That, that's a lot for a small channel, and specifically one that is Friday morning. So, yeah, man, thank you for that. Big shout yeah. out to the chat, which, which even without Lethal Papa, who got a shout out before, was really well, uh, well behaved. No, no nonsense, no cursing, no shenanigans. And uh, thank you for that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's amazing how, you know, people are so. Uh, great and welcoming right we've we've been pro, uh, like promoting this channel this way this whole time and it, it, it's just funny how it still holds true so thank you to all the chat now for me uh, dreadpool everywhere uh, it's uh, probably o's or zeros depending on where you're you're looking uh, but the easiest way is linktree.com slash dreadpool all letters all caps and it'll have all the links to everything i do uh, my merch uh, breaking bread with dread it has all that stuff. So, um, and then for the Breaking Bread with Tread part, it's on podcasts uh, everywhere: Spotify, Apple, Google, nice. Outbox, Castbox, Radio Public. I mean, it's it's like eighteen different places and counting. It's it's building up. So um, definitely check it out. I got some some. Um, we actually have uh, one of the listeners uh, that come into the chat. Uh, I've got him scheduled up to 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 be set up at some point in time, so that that'll be a, a nice one to see. You know, a different perspective. You know, not the normal podcasters that we talk with, a listener that listens. So it'll be good to see more personalities, and that's that's what I'm trying to do. It's all about personalities and getting to learn about people. Um, Wednesday nights, gaming beyond the box. Yeah, uh, with uh, Wilmy Hood, with good Wilmy, friend of the program, and tomorrow with uh, husk on that same channel we are doing the creator feature with mike mullis from ne uh, next level gaming nice so dude that's awesome. we're gonna have uh, a, a good show there for that good in interview yeah gonna do do some uh, current gaming some retro gaming so it's gonna be a little bit of everything um and then obviously right here friday mornings 10 a.m breakfast with boom don't don't miss us out Yes. Well, thank you very much for that. Definitely appreciate you being a part of this program. Crispy Bomb, brother. Talk about where could people listen to the best voice in the business? Where could people reach out to you and strike up a conversation on social media? Shout out to the chat. Gentlemen, as usual, always a pleasure. Joe, great to see you, buddy. You know, and uh, at Crispy Bomb on Twitter, Crispy Bomb 28 Xbox Live. Find me at Retro Renegades Tuesday night, 7 p.m. We got the next podcast Thursday, 8 p.m. Prime time. Of course, back here on Breakfast at Boom Friday, 10 a.m. 
Well, thank you so much for that. And last and no way least, someone that has exploded on the scene in 2021. And I expect even greater things in 2022. BitCloud Gaming, you're working exclusively with IGN. You're having some of the biggest names in gaming guest appear on your incredible podcast. Talk about that and tell everyone where they can subscribe. To And, and, and I, I left him off the list. He was another guy. That hit the 10K mark, a well-deserved mark in 2021. And 10,000 subs of uh, 10,000 of anything is big, but 10,000 subs on YouTube is a monster accomplishment. Double Barrel Gaming is going to hit that this year. You hit it. You hit it last year. Tell everyone where they can continue to help grow your channel and where could people reach out to you on social media. Yeah, sorry I was late. Had a meeting in the midst, but um, I had to jump through. I saw my brother. Mad bit in the building. I was like, oh no, it's been a it's been a minute. I gotta I gotta show up. I don't care if it's 20 minutes. So good to see you, Bad Bit here. I'm very proud of you, good sir, and everything you're doing. So congrats on to you. I'm I'm muted. Likewise, <laughs> dude. Likewise. <laughs> but uh congrats to you. Um I would say we're doing the show today, but we're actually now I'm actually gonna take a break for today after the news I just got. Uh it's pretty no, no, you understand. You don't understand, boom, it's it's pretty. It's it's I'm gonna tell you guys off here, you're gonna be shocked. But uh the news I got uh yesterday, I'm like, you know what? Let me just not do the show today because I'm gonna get overloaded and um just move on for <laughs> to next week. But we're gonna we'll be back next week. My channel, Big Cloud Gaming, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. If you guys wanna get some of the best interviews on the uh <laughs> scene right now please yep. check me out there um we always take questions we do the whole nine yards i've interviewed multiple developers from sony of course microsoft and of course uh it's going to get even bigger in 2022 when i tell you Love it. this year is about to be a year to remember i promise you it's going to be a year to remember and uh, who knows you might uh see us quote unquote at the beach Mm, very interesting. I love the subtle, uh, the subtle hints. there. Uh, but then again, you never know when a boy might come by. Mm, I know what you're talking about. A lot of people may not may, so, may miss that, but appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys watching. Uh, Joe, let me get you on. Definitely. Yeah, we got cat. We got we got a cat trap. It's been too long. I, absolutely crispy. Of course, crispy, of course. I, I forgot. So we won't get crazy. crazy on there. But it's a lot of stuff. Super busy. Yeah. Um, obviously becoming a freelancer with, with IGN has taken a lot of time off my yep. plate, but at the same time, I'm happy that the doors is opened and, uh, Absolutely, man. very proud. So yes. awesome to see everybody it. succeed, man. Yeah, it is. It's nice. I said this a couple of shows ago, specifically on the Xbox factor podcast, which that, that show just crossed 6k views, which is freaking bananas. Um, I think that this is going to be the year of the small content creator. Mm -hmm. I think that we are, as a collective group, now starting to break into the market because people want var variety. People want, uh, 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 you know, they want to talk about, the, they want to listen to their favorite brand being talked about. They also want to stay away from the drama sh uh, podcasts, which we've seen. I, I, like sh I, I, I'm not going to mention names because we don't do that in this program. If you see someone rocket to stardom because they use hate mongering as their force, they're going to be like a shooting star. They're going to be very bright for a hot second, and then they're going to phase out, and they're going to they're going to get stuck. There's a thing, and they're not going to be able to grow. 
there's a ceiling for for all that. There, mm-hmm. there is there is absolutely a ceiling. Uh, but again, thank everyone for uh, for tuning in. Uh, thanks all to the new viewers. Lots of new faces here. Again, if you are someone that just found the program, we are 618 away from 10k. We're close. I mean, like freaking, I can taste it. Close. Help me get there. Uh, and of course, I'm going to close out the program with something that is important to me. Hopefully, one day it will be important to you. And that's something that my dad who uh, taught us very young. And he said, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, and I can guarantee you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. Have a great weekend. And it's going to be quite snowy here in the East Coast. Stay warm. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of, of I was going to say the Xbox Factor Podcast, <laughs> of the Breakfast with you got too Rome. many shows, sir. Yeah, I know. Many- I really do. Take care, everyone. Have a great weekend.